You're listening to the Denver Real Estate Investing Podcast, brought to you by RICO, your local guide for all things real estate investing in Colorado. What's up, Denver? So over the last quite a few months, you've heard me and the team give updates on PropyLama. That's new software that we're building and using at Envision Advisors to help people analyze their portfolio. Well, last few months, momentum has been building. It's like compound interest. It keeps getting better and better every month. And just over the last like four weeks or five weeks, we had a really cool whirlwind of activity where Chelsea Scott, one of the co-founders, uh, got the great opportunity to go present the PropyLama software at a big conference in New York City from Inman, part of a new segment called New Kids on the Block, which features 10 different startup companies in the property tech or prop tech startup space. So I brought Chelsea in the studio today to talk about the conference, talk about how in a matter of weeks, uh, she went from knowing no one at the conference to now speaking on stage there, uh, which is a great skill set, and also just some general updates in the prop tech space, which I have found fascinating. So along the t- along my line of documenting, not creating content. Chelsea started telling me all this stuff. I was like, Chelsea, hold up. I want to hear all this stuff. Hit the record and the podcast button. And that's basically what we're going to do today. So Chelsea, we're now recording. You can now tell us about the conference. How are you? I'm great, Chris. Thanks for having me today. Um, yeah, it was very exciting. It was an extremely exciting experience. Um, just to kind of get started on on how this all happened, as you mentioned, I didn't know anybody at Inman. I didn't really know anything about Inman, and then suddenly I'm up on the stage. Yeah, like who is four Inman? Weeks later, I don't think I don't think a lot of uh, investors and non realtors, non professionals know what Inman is. Yeah, it's a, it's a great question. Well, first of all, this year actually was the 25th anniversary of Inman, which I oh, didn't know that going old? into it. Mm-hmm. So Brad Inman started the uh, the conferences, and it's really a news channel. They're essentially a news channel and they've been asking tough, hard pressing questions of people in real estate for 25 years. And so it was actually pretty an emotional conference. Like a lot of the people that are, that work for Inman that have been in the space since the beginning, you know, had some really, really marked things to say at the conference. So that was, that was also very interesting. Um, But Inman is really essentially a news provider and does these marquee conferences, usually two a year. So there was one that just ended in New York city and the next one will be in Las Vegas. Um, So, how did this all start for Property Llama, right? I mean, you know, you came up with this concept to turn financial planning and portfolio analysis and real estate investment, the whole process from spreadsheet to software. And that only happened, what, about 18 months ago that this really started to kick off? You know, we were on late night calls in Hong Kong talking to people, you know, late at night on Tuesdays. Well, that has morphed over time into what now is Property Llama. And we've only been really going at this for a few months out in the world. And um, about two months ago, we were really lucky enough to gain the support of our local association. So what I mean by that are the Realtors Associations, of which they're in pretty much every major market across the United States. And they're what provide you MLS data in many instances. They provide back-end support for brokers um, out there transacting residential real estate. And the one Chelsea is referencing is DMAR or the Denver Metro Association of Realtors, which is, you know, the big local one here. Totally. And their CEO is a forward thinker. He's an innovator. He's a huge believer in technology. And so that's Nobu Hata. And so we can thank him for being so supportive of that and getting us into the Region 11 conference. Region 11 is really the Southwest portion of the United States. And they go in and, or they have a conference for that particular region. And we were able to present there. And so that presentation 
was a success. You can actually see our pitch deck on their website. They were super excited about what we were doing. And that one led to the next one. So picture 9 p.m. on a Friday night, I get a text from one of my co-presenters saying, hey, do you tweet? I'm like, no, I don't. I don't tweet because I have to do so many other things that tweeting right now is just not on my radar. And so he said, well, Inman's looking for a female presenter in the startup space for prop tech. Great. Pretty much instantly, I went and direct messaged um, the global head of the conference who coordinates all the speakers. Um, Her name's Laura Monroe, and she was really, really helpful. And Mm -hmm. I said, hey, I'd love to connect with you. She was like, great. Go through the application process. Did that within a week we were presenting. Yeah, this is a lot. So, I mean, we're recording this podcast on Tuesday. Uh, the previous Thursday, four days ago, five days ago, you're on the stage in New York City giving this. Yep. And I think about three weeks prior to that, four weeks prior to this is when you were tweeting and messaging back and forth with uh, Inman. Correct. It all happened within yeah. literally a month before we got there. And so this is... I, I, uh, because I know we have a lot of listeners who that, you know, they, they want to do what you're doing. And just to highlight a key success there is yeah. you took quick action and you were proactive in reaching out, which is how people are like, oh, how'd you go on stage? It's like, well, I just listened. And when someone said they need something, I emailed them back and made that person's life easier, which you did a great job at. And then, I mean, fast forward, you went to the conference, which was really cool. Yeah. And there's one more key in there. Oh, yes. Okay. I really nurture the relationships that I make. So when I meet somebody, they're in my phone, they're in my email, they're on my LinkedIn, like I'm immediately connected with them. I'm supporting them. And then they throw me opportunities like that. So... Yeah. So let's, um, I want to play the video here because this new kids on the block segment, I will explain and clarify is, you know, one of the, that 15 minute session at the conference here, it was you and nine other startup founders just up on stage, you know, one by one, shoulder to shoulder up on there. Reach for about 60 seconds. Yep. Microphone is in person one. They gave it, passed the next microphone. Yep. So while myself, Richard alone, the other team members, we were in New York City, we were watching the, the live stream from the conference. And so we're going to play your portion of the clip, which, by the way, you did a great job, Chelsea, just so people can hear what Property Llama is and how it goes. Cool. So here we go. <laughs> Hi, everybody. I'm Chelsea Scott, and I'm one of the co-founders of Property Llama. We built a platform for real estate investors. In 2021, the average client transacted every 10 and a half years, whereas the average real estate investor client transacts more frequently around every one to two years. Property Llama is a tool that allows agents to confidently advise their investor clients on how to build wealth in real estate. Property Llama is a place where agents, lenders, and investors come together utilizing our AI advisor, which is basically like a financial real estate coach, to figure out the optimal time to buy or sell a real estate investment property. And Property Llama builds collaboration between the agent and the investor to help them build a portfolio of real estate investments in order to meet their financial freedom goals. Essentially, Property Llama simplifies the process of investing in real estate. Interested? Feel free to reach out to me at chelsea at propertyllama.com or come see me after this presentation. Thank you so much. All right, that was... Awesome, Chelsea. My first question is, how many times did you practice that? Oh, yeah. <laughs> you had 60 question. seconds with like, what, 300 people in a live audience and a couple thousand on a live stream. That's exactly So no right. pressure. Right. No, not at all. <laughs> not at all. And nine other great presenters ahead of yes. me. Um, so all of that. Oh, yeah. You went last, which is I did. a blessing and a curse. It was. No. Um, agreed. And I, I was... 
I was really grateful that all the other people did a great job too, because leading up to it, it didn't make me more nervous that other people were um, having trouble. So it was awesome. No, we were able to sit in a room ahead of time and they actually had a makeup artist and hair person. And I just repeated it over and over out loud in front of everybody else. And when I looked up, other people were pacing around the room, practicing their presentation too. So, so uh, let's go through and I've always enjoyed like the YouTube videos and like the podcast <laughs> summaries where someone like walks us through the conference, kind of gives the summary as to what's going on, what it was like. And, you know, you and I were texting quite a bit back and forth while you were out there networking and all that, but kind of just walk us through the conference and be a little like conference guide for a few minutes. Yeah. So, um, well, first of all, it's a, it's a, full-on contact sport. Let's just put it that way. Uh, I mean, the days start at 7.30 is when registration opens and you're pretty much going until midnight, one or two o'clock in the morning, depending on how the day goes. Um, There's one event after the next. You really don't want to leave because people are staying the whole day. There are um, luncheons, there are coffee hours, there are wine round tables, there are after hours, and there are lots of after parties. And you want to be at all of them. Um, And they were all over the city. So you're jumping in an Uber, a taxi, and you're going from one place to the next. Um, And it kind of gets more exciting as the day goes on. Um, Really? It really does. Because people open up more, they loosen up. You know, they're not as... They're not as business focused as they are during the day. And a lot of stuff really does happen after the conference. Yeah. A lot of the great conversations, a lot of the fun photos, a lot of the great connections, um, you know, happen outside of the conference hours. So give us a few highlights here. Yeah. So I know you um, met some really cool people and some really cool startups as well. I did. Well, Drew Myers is someone that I want to highlight because he started something called the GEM Network, which stands for the Geek Estate Mastermind. I <laughs> <laughs> didn't realize so, that's funny. Yeah. So the Geek Estate <laughs> Mastermind. Um, is a nationally successful group of people in prop tech, in fintech, and that are starting up companies. And so Drew does a great job when he attends all the conferences himself. He's very present in coordinating these events. And he set up lunches and wine roundtables and happy hours. And those were all like my fellow presenters, my fellow people who are doing really cool things. And since there were only 10 of us on the stage and only a few people in what's called Startup Alley that are actually, you know, have a booth, there were even more people there that were further down the line in their in their process that had raised substantial amounts of money in their fundraising efforts that had launched in certain ways. And so you get to learn so much. You literally just, you get to talk to all these people doing all these cool things in Canada, in the United States, in Australia, in the UK, all over the world. And they're part of this GEM network. So those events were really, really fruitful. Um, and a lot of those connections are people that I'm currently following up with and starting little mini masterminds with to talk to if they're in a certain stage and we're in a similar phase, we can help each other understand best practices. So that was great. Um, I went around to all of the different booths and started to understand who's doing what in the space, who's who in the space and how they're contributing and what their journey looked like. Yeah, like who stood out to you? Yeah, so there was a co- there were two companies um, that were are really doing some unique things. Um, not only did, are they doing unique things in the prop tech space, but they marketed really well. Um, so Dorsey is a company that's building transparency into the buy process for people that are purchasing a piece of real estate. And what do I mean by transparency? They're showing what the bids are. So right now, when you buy a piece of real estate, you don't know what other bids are coming in. And regulation keeps you from knowing that. Well, somehow they've been able to get around that regulation and they actually run a, lo- a live auction that they put through like a media channel. Yeah. So the seller sitting in the house the broker sitting in the house and the buyers are all watching this screen and looking at a live auction bid. So it's almost just like, I mean, you know, traditionally you buy real estate, whether it's a house, condo, whatever, like the buyer or buyer submit their offers 
The sellers look at them, counters, negotiates, gets one. Yep. In this, this is basically, I mean, it kind of reminds me of the eBay auction that you, you know, used to do 20 years ago yeah. is that, hey, something's on there and then I can bid and this person bids and this person bids. Right. And it's, you can see what the price has been up to, which is such a unique thing in real estate because it doesn't happen that way. And the cooler part beyond eBay is you get to see the seller and the broker sitting in the house in their faces. That's <laughs> each new bid. Oh, they're comes actually in. live streaming it's their live faces. Streaming and they're putting a time limit on it. And if a new bid comes in, the time increases by about three minutes. So oh, I have so many questions on there because it's yeah. so, because if all those, uh, if they're bidding up there, which is great, but price is only one part of the contract. And this right. isn't, I'm not buying uh, something off eBay. Right. There's so many other conditions on there. So they must have, oh, there's, I have so many, I will. Yeah, so, so there are a lot of that. after questions. I mean, how they actually then sift through the, and whether yeah. or not it becomes a qualifying offer or not, and they can accept that offer, but it really has to do with getting the highest and best price. Yeah, and yeah. everything else they'll figure out, you know, after the, after the So auction. that's Dorsey. Dorsey, D-O-O-R-S-Y. Okay. And on the marketing side, they had a great after party that was really well attended at a bar where they ran a live auction for us all to watch. So, so they put it on a giant screen. We, let us feed you alcohol. Yes. Come watch us live. Yes. And by the way, <laughs> watch the price go from somewhere in the mid fives to the 700s by the time that auction Like it was, was a, a live was literally live. transaction, a like someone's house. Yes, they timed that right around it. So yes, it was legitimately someone's house in a live transaction. That's crazy. Yeah, it was It was a great experience though. It was fun to see it live and in person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Now they weren't on the new kids on the block stages, right? Because they, they were... weren't, but they were in Startup Alley. So okay. they were in like the line of all the people that actually had a booth and like were, you know, those booths were all the newer technology, but no, they did not present. They had in the past though. So they were, they were, they were newer, but more established than just the Correct. brand new kid on the block, which I think is a cool yeah. segment. Cool okay. Saying, right. <laughs> and you mentioned someone else um, or someone else, a company doing crypto and real estate, which I've, I've yeah. heard, you know, heard and seen tweets about crypto, this crypto, this real estate. Haven't seen anyone like, I feel like crushing it yet. I know there's a bunch of people and companies out there. So I'm curious yeah. what you saw like a big conference. I did. So um, one of the other newer companies that did not also present at New Kids on the Block, but I got to know them pretty well during the conference, um, called Tori out of Boston. They're doing like a crypto exchange um, platform in order for people to buy real estate through crypto. There were a couple other presenters in this space and it was definitely a hot topic in the sessions. There was an entire set of sessions dedicated on the big stage to crypto and real estate. So definitely a newer technology, but you're right. There's there's no particular other platform that I would point to at this point that's really leading the space, at least that I came across yeah. during the conference. And I'm not an expert by any means. I, yeah, it's no, I headlines understand. and tweets, what people tell me. There were a couple other presentations and people are making movements in this space. Give us... Give so. us. Give us a rundown. I'm yeah. curious. Like, I, I, I love I, hearing this. Yeah, no, I mean, so basically what they're doing is they're finding a way to create a platform where people can use their Bitcoin. They can actually use their their cryptocurrency and they can make, they can transact the entire real estate process through this app or through this, you know, prop tech platform. And, you know, they, they talked a lot about how the capital markets really understand cryptocurrency really well and that they are making a lot of strides and a lot of investments in the space. And now it's a matter of getting the general public to understand it. And once they get comfortable with it and start to move into that space, that this is going to be the future of real estate and that real estate is going to start being purchased through crypto on a more, much more regular basis. So they're getting ahead of the curve and they're building the whole space. Basically like, think of it as like, you know, the new bank and the new, the new space for everybody to live in, in terms of their, like their actual money. And they're building that so that it's in existence 
once everybody starts jumping on board. And yeah. there are actually real estate transactions that are occurring out there that are being transacted in crypto. I have heard a few of those. Like, it is happening. There some like fractional highest, shares highest and actually some just like, it's very interesting. Okay, I hadn't heard that one. I know like, oh, some that's of what I've heard of 50 and $100 million properties are going through crypto. Oh, okay. But potentially fractional shares too. Yeah, yeah, I haven't heard of that one. But that was not the focus of these particular presentations that I saw. They were more about just literally like, Think of it as like building a living room full of people that are all now working in crypto. They're no longer working in dollars. And so that particular group of people are creating this platform to say like, now let's transact real estate with crypto over here. And that's what their platform's doing. It's not so much fractional shares yet or short-term rentals or anything like that. It's just literally being able to go in and say, here's my app. I'm going to buy this property. I'm going to use crypto, hit send, and it's going to go through. I, I'm... I'm... So fascinating about that market for, I mean, a couple of reasons. One, it's just, you know, it's brand new and it's like, it's a totally different mindset shift. Yeah. But I also, I, I love watching like those sectors and niches evolve because a lot of times the innovators mm-hmm. aren't always the companies that are successful because you get beat up and take bloody nose along the way. Yeah. So I like watch the innovators and they kind of forge the path yeah. and then see who, what they figure out along the way. Yeah. So I'm just very curious as you network and stand with all those people, like keep, let me and the listeners have the insider scoop. Yeah. So in our next segment, okay. let's go through a little more in depth than those. Um, Perfect. Well, actually talk about that for me because that was one of the yeah. things we want to promote here. This was just, you know, as all this has been happening, just the growth of it, these opportunities, and, you know, we're just, you know, we're going with it. Yeah. Um, you've met a lot of people in prop tech space, also quite a few people here just in the, in the Denver metro area, some different companies, some different people, you know, starting up companies. And one of the things we're going to do is just start doing some type of like regular segment with updates or bringing in other people around town that are doing uh, prop tech stuff here locally. Yep. Again, along the same lines of keeping people to know, learning, networking, just what's going on around town. And and it's it, it's such a, a great idea because there's a broad range of people doing different things. So for example, there are um, one of the local companies, Inc., is changing the real estate transaction forms. So they're making the form simpler and easier to access on your phone. Literally simple things like, you know how you like scroll in on something, you you know, you widen an image or you widen text so that you can see it more clearly. Like they're making just the process of looking and viewing forms simpler. And actually, I mean, to to do that's really, if anyone, you know, for agents and uh, clients out there, it's it's really trying to replace CTM, which is the contract software that everyone uses out here, which is... I don't know, it reminds me of like my going to my library in 1999 right. and trying to search up something system, like yeah. it's, it's very archaic. <laughs> it is, yep. It gets the job done, but it's very archaic. So they are, they are uh, trying to, well, modern and trying to yeah. bump them over. And like it's, but that's a hard thing to take over. So, but they're doing some cool stuff. Yeah. So we'll be talking with them, some other people around town, just to kind of stay up to date on that space. Cool. Um, so what would you say um, for people that, want to just mirror the success you've had looking about four weeks now, five weeks now to go from like really, you know, just no presence to then being on stage in a conference. What are a couple of tips you give people just to go out there and, and replicate that success? Yeah. Well, first of all, um, you know, seek and you shall find, right? Because yes. I mean, literally like look for those opportunities and, and just one getting one, even if it's just a small local presence. Um, I mean, if you go backward even further, I now present regularly at the University of Colorado. Right. And I'm starting to present at the University of Denver actually starting next week. And I started doing little things like that. Local, just educational platforms. Um, I'm also connected to 
several networking groups. So Commercial Real Estate Women, um, ULI, the Urban Land Institute. And I, I receive their information a lot. You know, read that information, look for those opportunities. They are constantly looking for people to provide content and to tell them what's going on and tell them what's new in the space. They want to know. Um, and whatever segment you're in, if you're in prop tech or you're a real estate broker, or you're a real estate investor, start to find those channels. And then again, one thing leads to the next. And of course, talking to people is absolutely key. I mean, you have well, to talking and following talking up because you're you're very people. good as you said it. What'd you say? You said nurturing, nurturing. the relationship, like yeah. nurturing follow up. Like yep. you engage, you don't just meet the person. You're very good at growing the the relationship, yeah, and also adding value to that person's life. That's so it's 100%. a two way street. Yep, and don't be afraid to you know ask them to start a mastermind group to mm-hmm. get on you know get on Google Meet or well, you're starting Zoom. mastermind group in two days. You told am, me yeah. right two days literally <laughs> with two different people that I met. One's in the crypto mm-hmm. space, and one started a company called Paradigm. And so, yeah, I mean, it's just, it's just, you know, build that relationship by sharing as much as you can, you know, build transparency into how you communicate in order to get people to build transparency into how they communicate. You know, it's a two-way street. Um, so I love the conference recap. Congrats on getting up on stage and congrats on a great delivery on there as well. Like, I know that's not easy to do. You may look, you may look easy, which means you prep a couple of times before. Um, but kind of going forward, we are going, I think we're doing, we're putting more work, more energy into Property Llama. The, the portfolio analysis mastermind we did earlier this year was a great barometer test. The success we're seeing with our Envision clients is a great testament to it. The feedback you got from people in the audience at the Inman conference was great. Yep. So we are forging ahead with Property Llama and to be seeing more updates from there. And if anyone out there in the space in the Denver community, Colorado community, or just the community in general has ideas wants to come look for opportunities to come work with us, uh, just bounce ideas around, please reach out to us. I mean, this is how all this grows. This is how me, you, Richard Alona, we all basically got connected and look where we are now. So we always love networking with people on all sorts of level to, to, to work together, to share ideas, just grab coffee, build a relationship, find a key person for the team, whatever it is, like, please network and reach out to us. And, um, I just went, I just want to mention can you share a little bit about the history of how this all started? Because that was really of interest at the conference. And I don't think we've ever talked about that. So I just want to insert that in as you're asking for other people to join us. I think people love to hear how this whole whole thing got started. And I saw that a lot when I was at Inman. So uh, uh, I don't know if you, if you can share that. Yeah, of yeah. course. I mean, the, I mean, so from like a very high level, I always like from a business perspective, look at, hey, how can I provide value to the end consumer, the end person? And how can I do it in a way that no one else is doing it? Because if you can do it that way, it's a pretty good business model. Yeah. Uh, and I also enjoy the game. Like I just enjoyed that creation process. So, you know, over the years, as I got into investing and we've been building out Envision Advisors, helping investors get in the space, it being obvious to me that there's a ton of resources out there on how to analyze a property you're buying today. Is this a good investment? Yes or no. But fast forward, as people accumulate portfolios, there's no good software, spreadsheets, services, or just knowledge out there on what do you do if you have five properties that you bought in Denver last 10 years and you're sitting on $800,000 worth of equity? Like it's a totally different analysis and it's way more complicated than just a simple cap rate or cash on cash return on a single investment. So, you know, we've been working on that and that's where you and I started working on that, Chelsea, with the portfolio analysis service, which worked out really well, which was basically financial advising for people. And then once we got to like 60 clients with 60 spreadsheets, we hit like a scale problem because spreadsheets are great until you make an update. And then you have to update across 60 people. Doesn't work out in the long run. Yeah. So, 
we then scaled up the software with there. And we were very fortunate that Rich and Alona, who are investor clients, who are also software developers, great yeah. timing with them. We joined forces and they started taking the concepts we had and translating it onto the software. And what I think makes Property Llama so unique is one, there's really no other players in the space. So that's, again, good for us, good for clients, but also just we're able to roll out because this is not an idea that, you know, a venture capitalist or some software person had in Silicon Valley. This is a need that was born out of like our need for our business, our need for our own investments as investors, you and me, Chelsea, and a need for our clients' investments as well. And so we've got a really cool ecosystem, or you call it a flywheel, where we have the media side with the podcast and Curtis Street Media. We have Envision Advisors for investing. We have portfolio analysis for the services. We have Property Llama. We're getting the commercial space. Like all these different companies are going to work together, and the software will be like a key uh, piece to them and help us provide some very unique services and value to all of our respective clients and then work together. And then if we can build out a great service for those businesses and their clients, well, now we've built a great software works for other brokerages. So very much a grassroots style growth plan versus like, let's just throw endless amounts of money and kind of go from like the top down Silicon Valley approach from my perspective. Yeah. And and I, what was so great about that is one explaining the flywheel. I mean, the flywheel itself is, I don't think people realize how extensive this group actually is, you know, that there's its own media company, that it's, there's a commercial brokerage, there's a residential brokerage, there's financial advising, and now there's software. And, um, you know, people are very familiar with Ryan Surant and, uh, it's, it's a big name in the industry. And when he was up on the stage presenting his company, it's basically the same thing. It's essentially the same thing. It stems from a media company, which goes into a brokerage, which goes into all these top top of the line services that he provides for all of his clients. And it's grassroots because as you said, you did this as an experiment with your own clients here in Colorado, and now it's time to scale because it works. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I'm glad we brought that up. And I love Ryan Surhan. I follow him and have (laughs) immense respect. He is a... He's got a big rocket ship going on right now (laughs) with his brokerage and media and all his training stuff. Um, But kind of as we wrap up here, like I said, anyone that just wants to do networking in general, please reach out. Myself, Chelsea, where he's up for it. The networking, the, the conversations, that's what always leads to opportunity and growth. So we love doing it. Reach out. Happy to talk to you on any level for any reason. But we're in like go mode. We have momentum and we'll keep the pedal to the metal. So Chelsea, thanks a lot. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. 